So this year, we not only have a brand new Apple Watch, the Apple Watch Series 6, but also a mid-tier Apple Watch, the Apple Watch SE. And Apple's kept the Apple Watch 3 around for just one more year. And deciding which one to get, if you want to go all in with the 6, you want to sort of hedge your bets with the SE, or you just want to get in the ground level with the Series 3, it can be a little bit confusing. Well, I'm going to break down just all the options and help you pick the perfect Apple Watch for you. And I'm going to do it right now. Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. When it comes to finishes and fashions, the Apple Watch Series 6 comes in the full range of aluminum, which now includes the new product red and blue colors, as well as steel, which includes now the 18 karat gold color and titanium. Also, it has variants for Nike Plus and for Hermes, so you can get your high fashion on. The Apple Watch SE only come in aluminum, and Nike Plus and the Apple Watch Series 3 only come in aluminum. And that also means, unlike the Series 6, where the steel and titanium models come with sapphire crystal glass on the display, because you only get the aluminum models with the SE and the Series 3, you only have the option for the IonX, the Ion Exchange, the chemically hardened glass, which is similar to the iPhone and other smartphones, but just not at all the same as sapphire crystal. The Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE both come in Apple's current 40mm and 44mm sizes. The Apple Watch Series 3, though, comes in the previous sizes, 38mm and 42mm. So with the newer models, you are getting the bigger screens. So that makes the Series 6 and the SE just roughly 30% bigger than the Series 3. Those screens are all what Apple calls retina, which means the density is high enough that an average person from an average distance just can't make out the individual pixels, just the graphics and text on the screen. Now, they're all RGB stripe OLED, so they're all really good looking, but on the Apple Watch Series 6, the display is also always on. That means it can just ramp down the power and the frame rate so that instead of turning off after a few seconds when you're not using it, you get a low power mode and you can still do things like read the time or see what your workout stats are. So if you're someone who needs the watch to work all the time as a watch, you're going to need the Series 6. All of these Apple Watches, the Series 6, the SE, and the Series 3 are all what Apple calls swim-proof, which means that they're rated for up to 50 meters of depth. You can keep wearing them. You can do workouts in the pool, in the, in the lake, in the ocean. They're all equally good for all of those style of activities. Where the Series 6 has major differences, it's in the health sensors. It has both an ECG, an electrocardiogram sensor, and a blood oxygen sensor. And that means while you'll get high, low, and irregular heart rate warnings on all three watches, you'll only be able to take an ECG on the Apple Watch Series 6, and you'll only be able to test your blood oxygen on the Series 6. The Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE both do have Apple's second-generation heart rate sensor, which is just better than the first-generation, which is the one that's found on the Apple Watch Series 3. You also get, with the Series 6 and the SE, noise detection, So it'll tell you sort of the volume level of any environment you're in. And if that volume level gets dangerously loud, it'll send you a warning. Because the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE both have Apple's second-generation speakers and mics, so they're just much louder, much clearer, sort of 5 by 5 where the Apple Watch Series 3 has the original speaker and microphone system, which is more like 3 by 3 
When it comes to safety features, all of them have emergency SOS. And that means if you're in an accident, if you can't reach your phone, if you're in trouble, you can use them to contact 911 or the equivalent service in your area. With the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE, that also includes international emergency calling because those are cellular models, and we'll get to that in a second, but because they're cellular models, even if you don't have an international roaming plan, they'll still provide emergency services connectivity for you wherever you travel. The Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE also have fall detection tied into emergency services because the accelerometers on both the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE are also the latest and greatest that go up to 32 Gs, while the Apple Watch Series 3 is also the original that taps out, caps out sort of at 16 Gs. So whether it's the basement stairs or a slippery floor or you're out hiking, if you fall down, if you get hurt, there's a much greater chance that you'll get help. The Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE also have built-in digital compasses and always-on altimeters. And that means when you're out, if you're just using maps to walk around, or if you're hiking, or if you're doing trails, you can get much better directions and constant, accurate elevation readings from your watch. The Apple Watch Series 6 has Apple's latest, greatest, current generation S6 system and package, which has dual cores based on Apple's A13 iPhone design, which still kind of blows my mind. Uh, It's just more powerful and more efficient. So everything will just work faster from launching apps to sort of crunching all the machine learning data that it uses to do all of the onboard processing. The Apple Watch SE has the S5 processor, which is still 64-bit, still dual-core, same processor as the Apple Watch Series 5. It just doesn't have the oomph of the S6. And the Apple Watch Series 3 has the Apple S3 system and package, the uh, historical processor, which isn't 64-bit. So the performance just won't be anywhere near what the more modern processors give you. There's also the W3, Apple's third-generation wireless chip in the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE, but the W2, the second-generation wireless chip in the Apple Watch Series 3. All of them, absolutely all of them, cap off at 802.11ac wireless. So I guess that's Wi-Fi 5 or something. But the Apple Watch Series 6, instead of being just on 2.4 gigahertz like the SE and the Series 3, the Apple Watch Series 6 will go to the 5 gigahertz bands. So if you're trying to get rid of all your old routers or just turn off 2.4 in general, you're going to want the Series 6. For Bluetooth, both the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE have Bluetooth 5.0, while the Apple Watch Series 3 is still on Bluetooth 4.2. And only, only the Apple Watch Series 6 right now comes with Apple's U1 ultra-wideband chip, the chip that's greatly increasing spatial and location accuracy, but will also be used for things like car keys in the future, and probably with Apple's updated Find My Network, whenever that rolls out. They all do have NFC and are compatible with Apple's NFC features, things like Apple Pay that lets you tap to pay anywhere that supports it, and also GymKit that lets you tap to integrate to connect your workouts on any equipment that may support it. In terms of storage, if you want to do things like putting your music or putting your podcast locally on device, both the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE come with 32 gigabytes. The Apple Watch Series 3, though, only comes with 8 gigabytes. Womp womp. Now, one of the biggest differences between the models is that you can get the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch SE 
both with Wi-Fi and GPS, but also with LTE connectivity. And that just means you can go out without your iPhone. You can go jogging, you can go to the store, you can do anything you need to do without always having your iPhone on you and still stay connected with everything from phone calls to messages to email to just all of those things. The Series 3 only comes with the Wi-Fi and GPS models, which means you have to have your iPhone with you. Apple is also promoting family setup where parents or adults can use their iPhones to set up additional Apple Watches for their children, but also their elderly relatives, people they need to stay connected with. They need to know where they are. They need to know if they maybe have an accident and need help. And because there's no Apple Watch Series 3 with LTE, that just doesn't work with family setup. If you want to use it, if you want to get additional watches for your kids or for your parents, for anybody you need to help take care of, you're going to have to go with a Series 6 or with an SE. Or if you have an older LTE-enabled Apple Watch that you're upgrading from, just sort of hand that up or hand that down to them. Now, yeah, pricing. The more you get, the more you've paid. That's unfortunately still a universal truth. So for the Apple Watch Series 6, for the aluminum model, you're looking at $399 for the Wi-Fi GPS model and $499 for the LTE model. And that's on the 40 millimeter version. It just goes up from there in terms of sizing and especially finishes and especially fashion as you start hitting the $1,500 mark with the Hermes models. The Apple Watch SE starts at $279 for Wi-Fi and GPS and goes up to $329 for the LTE model. And again, that's for the 40 millimeter version. And while there are no different finishes, the larger size is more expensive. And the Apple Watch Series 3 is only currently available with GPS and starts at $199 for the 38 millimeter version. Now, I've already got reviews up for the Apple Watch Series 6 and the Apple Watch Series 3. And you can find them and all of my videos ad-free on Nebula. That's the streaming video platform I'm building alongside thoughtful creators like Mary Spender, Real Science, Real Engineering, Mustard, Sarah Z, Alex the Low Spec Gamer, Tirzu, Sam from Wendover, who sounds exactly the same as Sam from HAI, and many, many more. It's a place where none of us have to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of the click-through rate, watch time, the algorithms, analytics, metrics, or like I said, ads. And yeah, you can find all of my videos there completely ad-free, and sometimes with bonus content. For example, you can get both the video and audio version of my brand new podcast with Georgia Dow on Nebula, with not only the Apple topic and the general topic, but also the special bonus topic as well. This week, we talk about the fear and excitement surrounding updating operating systems and apps, why I always go all in on beta. And while Georgia literally has hundreds of apps, she has just never updated. Also, all of Amazon's new announcements, including their super cool, super creepy home patrol drone. Now, hang on. What does all of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the absolute best documentaries on the internet, they just love thoughtful, educational content and creators. And we worked out a special deal. If you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, you'll also get a Nebula subscription for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is also offering 26% off their annual plans. 26% off is, by contract, the best deal you can find anywhere. So click the link in the description and get both CuriosityStream and Nebula for 26% off. 
Just go to curiositystream.com slash Renee Ritchie. It's a great way to support this channel and thoughtful educational content directly for just $14.79 a year. A year. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Renee Ritchie. And clicking on that link really helps out this channel. For a ton more, just a ton more on Apple Watch and all of Apple's new products this fall, hit the subscribe button and bell and then click on the playlist above. I've done a bunch of hands-on and reviews already and there's still, there's still the iPhone 12 to come. So click on the playlist and I'll see you in the next video.